People, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning, you know who it is, Arsenio Buck, as always, reporting live from Bangkok. Guys, welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show. So many things are taking place, so much good news is coming in from all over the world. <sighs> Which brings me to a story I really have to tell you guys, and this is what puts me into the uh, the zone of teaching. So here I am telling my story to some magnificent students last night you know just for you know for specific students express herself very well whatnot and it seems like my pot man i think my wi-fi is going in and out so oh no it says i've been recorded for like a minute and 37 seconds and okay so i'll just keep going god damn it it says i've only been recorded for like 40 seconds this wi-fi is unbelievable anyways guys I don't even know what you guys have heard so far, but I don't want to stop it right now because if I do, oh boy, it's just going to go, I don't want to record too. So anyways, we're going to get back into this. So here we go. Students, last night, remarkable, told them that I have to follow my bliss. And then one, one specific student, she started crying. And she started crying a lot. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at her. And, of course, I'm showing that empathy. And it's amazing. She's like, you know, just that first time I had you in class or whatnot, I really want to study with you, this and that. And, I mean, I just, that right there, is it's not even a, a push in the other particular individual's face in terms of the hateful rhetoric and stupendous rhetoric that he was spewing out of his uh, 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 kisser the other day, but... It, it was a, it was a, it was just for me. It was for me. It was for my heart. It was for the resonation. It was for everything that I've always worked towards and the passion that I put into teaching. That response was it. So here I am. I have my hand on my face and I'm just looking at her and I'm just like, oh man, that that's thank you. That right there, that reaction is why I teach. I've never got a reaction like that uh, before, like in terms of anything I've ever done in my life. But her crying, basically saying, thank you so much, and I do wish you the best in all your future on divorce, this and that. And, of course, we don't know what's happening over the course of the next couple of weeks. Like I told you guys, you guys are going to be hearing a couple of things over the next three days. But, I mean, honestly, what it comes down to is – that's why I teach. That right there is why I love teaching. And that's why I put so much passion. There's no one else. There's no other student that's going to cry for another teacher at my specific workplace or especially here in Thailand for what they've done. No, 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 no. And a lot of people would say, oh, well, you know, that's a little, well, there's a lot of teachers. No, trust me. I've been here four years. To, to just be able to teach someone for three hours and to tell them, hey, you know what? Crossroads are met. It's looking like uh, my time is up. The, the, the timer has stopped. And it's time for me to look on a more grand, uh, a grand of a landscape for opportunity. And to get that reaction is everything in the world. It's not even, you know, to say, hey, you know what? My, my particular student was doing that. No, 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 no. I'm not even going to bring that up on the last day. But just being able to say that. It's a remark. Just being able to see that is a remarkable feeling. And this is why everything that I've heard over the past week 
in regards to doing this, in regards to, oh my god, he doesn't teach, he doesn't do that, he's not acting, all this ridiculous, outlandish rhetoric that I've heard, I know that it's all false, because that reaction right there, that pretty much epitomizes who I am as a teacher, and this is why I do it, this is why so many people tune into my YouTube videos, all around the world, from Taiwan to Morocco, down to Brazil, all the way back up to France, into Algeria, into Macedonia, into Mongolia, China, you name it. This is why people tune in to me. Because they see a passion that no other teacher is probably willing to put out there. Because, of course, we've always had those teachers who just sat down in front of a computer and said, write down what's on the board and that's it. Is that teaching? And that's what I'm going to be getting into on, of course, that Friday podcast. So... But man, to see that, I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful, and I'm just so unbelievably grateful this morning for Vietnam, Mongolia, Honduras, China, and so many other countries that are probably going to come on board in the next 24 hours, you know, saying, hey, come on down here. And it's funny because, of course, if I apply, let's just say response rates from like Central America to South America to, of course, Asia, uh, China actually has a remarkably high response rate. Which is really, really interesting because then that actually drops Thailand down to the very bottom of the barrel. And this is why I always say to myself, okay, if I can't even get a job here with especially what I have, the credentials, the experience, what I know. And there are 10 to 20 other countries who are saying, come on down here. That pretty much epitomizes that it's time to go. And so I won't even get into it anymore. You guys got more podcasts that are going to be coming. So I just wanted to share that story. And I'm just so grateful for my remarkable students who are here and who are listening to me and students who are on YouTube and the student who just so happened to touch and leave a footprint on my heart that I'm going to take with me forever. That right there is why I teach. So thank you so much. I'm just so unbelievably grateful. Uh, If I had done this podcast last night, I would have been crying like a baby, but I chose not to. Uh, Well, I wouldn't have been crying, but you guys would definitely hear some breakage in my voice. So, thank you. Thank you. You know what? I'm looking at something hilarious right now. This lady is riding a moped and she's dragging around her luggage on the back wheel of it. Unbelievable. Anyways, guys, with that being said, man, let's get into this compound effect. You guys are here for the money tree. You guys are here because you want to hear this voice. So let's get into it. So check this out. We're back into it. I told you guys, today, compound effect. Tomorrow, compound effect. Thursday will be my TEDx towards the evening. I will give uh, better times and stuff when the uh, when it approaches and whatnot. But I'm setting it all up today. I'm launching it on Thursday. Stay tuned for that. And again, big shout out to, of course, my Swiss. Is that Swiss? Yeah, Swiss. Swiss. My folks in Belgium, my folks in Switzerland, my folks in Burkina Faso, my folks all over the world who are listening in this morning. Man, thank you so much. Anyways, with that being said, guys, here we go. Let's talk about a story. Let's talk about the story of Kathleen. Let's talk about money. So check this out. Of course, this is out of the excerpt of Darren Hardy's book, The Compound Effect. Love it so dearly. He said 12 years ago from when he wrote that book. He had a wonderful assistant by the name of Kathleen, okay? Kathleen, she earned about 40000 a year at the time, which in America is actually pretty good money. I'm going to be honest. I mean, that's a little bit over $3,000 per month. And if you're making that in, let's say, 
Las Vegas or different towns where expenses are much lower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're able to save a lot. But check this out. She was basically, her job was to manage a registration table. That's it. All right. And it was suited for, you know, of course, his lectures, his entrepreneurship and everything else that he was doing at that particular moment. So one week later, she came into her office. And she, she said, you know what? I heard you talk about saving 10% of everything you earn. She said, that sounds nice, but there is no way I could do that. It's totally unrealistic. And you know what? She went on to talk to him about the bills and financial obligations she had. And you know what? After she wrote all of those financial obligations down, it was obvious that there really wasn't any money left over for her at the end of the month. And she said, you know what? I need to raise. And Darren Hardy, he went on to say, he said, you know what? I'll do better than that. I'm going to teach you how to become wealthy and it wasn't the answer she was looking for, but she agreed. So this is what happened. See, of course, we always look for mourning, but if we actually put a little bit of management skills into the game, oh, things can begin to open up. So taught, yeah. So basically, he taught Kathleen how to track her spending, okay? And she started tracking around, you know, and carrying that notebook that I told you guys about. And he told her to open a separate savings account with only $33, just 1% of her existing monthly income. And then he showed her how to live on $33 less the next month. So he told her by doing that, you could bring in your own lunch every day, just one day a week. Well, I'm sorry, not every day, but just one day a week. Instead of going downstairs to the deli to order a sandwich, some chips, and a drink. The next month, she had saved only 2%. So that's $67. So it went up. And you know what? She saved the additional $33 by changing her cable subscription service. The next month, it went up to 3%. She canceled a subscription, of course, with People Magazine. And instead of going to Starbucks twice a week, he told Kathleen to buy Starbucks beans so she could actually make it at home or make it in the office. And guess what? By the end of the year, she was saving 10% of every dollar she earned without noticing a significant impact on her lifestyle. She was amazed by it. That one discipline also had a ripple effect on a lot of her other disciplines in life. She calculated what she spent on, of course, uh, entertainment, and she began investing that money on personal growth instead. After feeding her mind with all those hundreds of hours of inspirational and instructional content, which I am doing right now, her creativity started to sour she brought, of course, Darren Hardy at the time, several ideas on how he could actually start making and saving more money for his organization. She presented him with a plan that would implement, you know, a lot of, give him more spare time, let's just say. And you know what? He said if he promised her to reward, you know, basically reward her 10% of all the money saving strategies and 15% of all the new revenue strategies that prove profitable, by the end of the second year, she was earning more than 100000 a year just by teaching him on the same 40000 base salary. Kathleen eventually ended up getting her own independent contract, service business, and it completely took off. Now she runs – and well, she, she runs, of course, a couple of businesses now. And so we ran into her at the airport probably, you know, a couple of years after that. She now – earns, of course, at that time, a quarter of a million dollars a year and has saved and created more than one million in assets. She is officially a millionaire, all starting 
from the choice to take one small step at start at of course saving thirty three dollars a month see guys the little steps i'm not telling you guys to just start saving a whopping 20 to 40 percent which i literally save out of my salary each month i'm not even saying 15 percent. these small incremental steps the one percent one percent doing the little things in terms of managing your money of course one thing that i do a lot of is well you know i like going to my favorite italian restaurant let's just say that and so i said you know what i could save a little bit of cash a little bit of bot if i just Hmm, let's see if I could just go there probably once every week. Okay, once every 10 days. Let's push it to once every 15 days. All right, let's push it to once every three weeks. I'm not saying just cut out things, but the little, little things will make the biggest difference in the world. So the earlier you, the earlier, okay? And basically when you start making those small changes, the more powerful that compound effect I've been talking about thus far works in your favor. So suppose, so suppose let's let's look at let's look at it this way in terms of an investment, okay? Suppose that uh, your friend listened to a guy by the name of Dave Ramsey, or of course, of course, Tony Robbins, which the video is going to be on my blog, so you guys can check that out. And so they listened to, of course, his advice and began putting two hundred and fifty dollars, which is basically seven thousand five hundred baht a month, into an IRA, a Roth IRA, okay? And, of course, she got her first job upon graduating after college at the age of 23. You, on the other hand, you don't start saving until you're 40, okay? I've given you guys this example before with Tony Robbins, of course, compound effect, right? And so, a little earlier, uh, of course, at the age of 40, you started a little bit late, 17 years later versus the other person. And you cleaned out your retirement account because you didn't notice any great gains, right? By the time your friend is 40... She never has to invest another dollar and will have more than a million by the age of 67, growing at an 8% interest compounded monthly. You continue to invest 250, let's just say 250 a month until you reach the age of 67, the normal retirement for, of course, Social Security in America for those born after 1960. You're saving for 27 years, okay, from ages 40 to ages 67. In contrast to her 17 years from 23 years old to 40 years old. When you're ready to retire, you'll have less than 300000 And we'll have invested, of course, 27000 more than your friend. Even though you saved for many years and invested much more cash, you still end up with less than a third of the money that you could have had. That's what happens when you guys procrastinate and neglect necessary behaviors, habits, and all those disciplines I've been talking to you about. Don't wait another day, guys. That's what I'm saying to you guys right now. Um, Basically, this is why I've been looking into a lot of mutuals and stuff like that. And it's funny. Because, well, yeah, I'm going to say it's funny because, well, guys, I was going to invest into UOB. And I'm going to get back into this Tony Robbins money, you know, master the game and whatnot. And so you guys have more things to work with. But... If you could start saving, if you guys live in America, Merrill Hedge is the way to go. Go to your bank and say, you know what, I want to start investing. Is it going to be compounded? Ask these little questions and say, how much will I amount to after five years, seven years, ten years, depending on what you're doing? Are you going to do a long-term retirement? Are you going to do a short-term? Are you looking to make some quick money? Hey, that's why Bitcoin is out there or Bitcoin Cash, which has soured in the last three months. Lots of things, but it's all about taking the first step. If I had started investing $333 into UOB over the course of 10 years at the time 
when she asked me, how long are you planning on living in Thailand for? I would have lost a little bit. And so a lot of things just weren't clicking in general because I had other people and executives at another bank say, hey, you know what? That just doesn't make any sense because you're going to be getting a 100% return, which is unheard of. Normally returns are between 20 and 30%. And so I stood off of it. And then, of course, after the events that have taken place, I'm like, oh, so much for that. But if you're looking for quick cash, you guys have some ideas. You guys have some things that you can do. And I'm going to give you, of course, more information on that. So if you look at this, what I'm asking you now, are you telling yourself that you're starting so late that you're already way behind? You know, I mean, just imagine this. If you invest, of course, $27,000 and you get just what probably what is that? $273,000 at the age of 67, depending on what age you are. I get it. I get it. But you know what? I think 300000 is a little bit better than that 27000 you have invested over the course of 27 years. Do you understand what I'm saying? So suppose – I want to give you a nice metaphor. Suppose you've always wanted to play the piano, okay? But you feel it's too late because you've turned 40. If you start now, by the time you're retirement age, you could be a master because what? You've been playing for literally 25 to 27 years. The key is just to start now. Every great act, every fantastic adventure starts with small steps. The first step always looks harder than it actually is. Just remember that, people. So, with that being said, I just wanted to give you guys a nice little podcast, of course, on what's happening a little bit in my life and in terms of the compound effect and just getting going, taking those small steps. And remember, this doesn't have to relate. There goes my belt again. So, this doesn't have to relate, of course, to just money. What about food? See, cutting out a little bit of this and a little bit of that every day, you're going to begin to drop those calories. Start, weigh yourself today. Go on that morning walk. Do, listen to my podcast for however long the walk is. That's how long the podcast is. Or for however long the podcast is, that's how long you walk. Take out just a tiny bit. If you could take out, hey, you know what? For three straight days, I've had this particular thing. How about I just cut out one day? Now, one day, you're going to save yourself probably between 200 and 500 calories, depending on what it is. The small steps, people, mean everything in the world. So, in this next podcast, of course, tomorrow, success is a half marathon, okay? I'm going to tell you about that and, of course, put in the steps to work before I get into Chapter 3, which are habits. Now, of course, I probably covered this a couple of times, but everyone has different habits. And the tribe of mentors... Mr. Of course, Tim Ferriss, Timothy Ferriss, the man, the man of all men has unleashed a book. And I really want to read this and go over a couple of things because there are so many things that people do in their morning routine, such as what I did yesterday that set my soul on fire. I woke up, took my vitamins, packed everything, went into Bangkok to, of course, to the gym. And it was I, I was listening to these motivational videos, and then next thing you know, I, I put on DJ Kali, and then here I am in the in, in the sky train just bobbing my head like, yeah, baby, we about to kick some ass today. Yeah, you know, just going just bananas, and it all came from the routine I set myself up with in the morning, so that's why I really want to do a little bit of the Tribe of the Mentors, which I got a nice little sample of. I think it's not going to launch until... Oh, Probably within another week or so, and I want to do probably some blogs and podcasts on that too. So we got a lot of vast array of different things that I'm going to be throwing your way. 
<sighs> and with that being said, people, if you got any questions, uh, please uh, fire them away. And until then, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual. Whoa. <gasps> Over and out. <laughs>